this episode of the AIE Podcast. The incursion is on Dantooine. Countdown to Shadowbringers. Upgrading detected. The summer of love is almost upon us. And we have Cyrene and Haruk who are here to talk to us about AIE and all things WoW. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 322 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa Est gaming community. The pie, pie, wow, <laughs> the die has been podcast. Pie time. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, I am McCullough. To my left is Muco. Uh, greetings, guildies. And to my right and down a floor is Tetsemi. The the pie has been dodcast. <laughs> Shut it. Okay, huh. now that these guys picking on me. Um, this week we're joined by our very special guests, Serene and Haruk, who are ta- here to talk to us about AIE and WoW. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi. How are you? What's going on? Not much. That, no, 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 no. That's what we ask you guys. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to start now, and we're going to start with. Because Haru, because it's his very first podcast ever, what have you been up to in and out of game? Uh, playing a lot of Warcraft, trying to keep emissaries going on like five characters on both sides, and also playing a lot of Fallout seventy six's new nuclear winter mode. Very nice. Are you awesome. playing with uh, Kenny on Kenny's server, or are you playing by yourself? Uh, I've got a couple friends I play with that okay. I met in Warcraft, and then. Mostly by myself after that. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. All right. And Sai, I know your your life tends to be busy, especially as the summer gets here. What's been going on with you? Uh, the short, short version of the list. Here we go. Um, my daughter joined Scouts BSA, so we've been doing a lot of stuff with Boy Scouts. Um, our septic died, so we just put wow. in a new well, a new septic tank. Graded the yard, reseeded the yard, poured a concrete driveway. And that's, driveway. In the past, that's, that's, that. that's in the past week. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just in time for uh, my daughter joined Scouts back in February when they let uh, the older girls join. And uh, the troop that she joined, half of the troop is doing summer camp locally. Half of the troop including her and myself are spending summer camp in Hawaii. Oh my goodness. So what is that? Uh, we fly out. We have to leave at one o'clock in the morning on Friday morning to go to Chicago to fly out for this upcoming week. So wow, that's a rough life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so tough. I mean, watching them do merit badges in the morning, going and, to the volcano in the afternoon. I mean, oh, um, no, it's it's going to be fun, but it's going to be busy. <laughs> you do know what I'm going to ask of you, right? I'm scared now. <laughs> no, wear sunblock. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I suggest sunblock and 
hats. Aloe and aloe and a parasol. Just just go and buy a cheap umbrella. Uh, apparently, uh, gonna... as soon as we get there, we're going to Walmart to buy all of this stuff so we don't have to take it on the plane. Right, right. Yeah, that's smart uh, be, be aware that because you're in Hawaii, no matter where you go, it's going to, of course, be much more expensive because oh, of the yeah. import, and all that, uh, import taxes and all that. But yeah, no, please just please <laughs> get sunblock. A I, I know, I know. Really get a hat, get something. So much, so much. Apparently, my daughter talked me into doing a shark dive on friday so <laughs> yeah oh, oh yeah so we're taking the gopro it, there, there'll be pictures <laughs> so that's gonna be your own personal shark week <laughs> but uh awesome. yeah and what have you been doing in game besides what we're gonna discuss later with all the uh stuff. nothing raiding raiding huh? leveling oh wait uh alliance raiding. uh <laughs> yeah Pretty much. Awesome. All right. So, Mew, what have you been doing in and out of game? Uh, let's see. Um, Horseshoe using hand grenades finally got down a uh, heroic mecha torque. So, that nice. was quite the wall to beat up against for a while. Uh, the, the kill was very messy. And would like, we were pretty much down to like three people left and running around screaming as they were trying to get him down the last percent because. <laughs> That's yeah. Take <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's the, there was definitely a lot of lay on hands going on and just panic mode because all the tanks were dead. I think there was like one healer and a DPS running in circles trying to dot him and, and, and get <laughs> drop. Because it's it's um it's if you remember the the normal version um at that last thirty percent, it's in, in heroic. It's more chaos because all three phases are are going at once. So you've got yeah. sheep exploding still. You've got all of his shrinking. You have he's adding more and more robots. So there, there's not enough people to fit in the robots. They're all over the place. It's just chaos. So yeah, and then you know a couple of attempts on on the the stone wall um, that everyone loves to, to beat up against. But that one's going to be a little easier, I think, once we get into second phase because of uh, you can control the debuff. So yeah, as opposed to normal, which still makes it random, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> Which but, is um, why we've never been back. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, and th- th- that's it for Warcraft stuff, other than I, I did level a, a warrior up to 120, and I'm working on a shaman, but that's, you know, just little bits here yeah. and there. I've been spending a lot more time in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I got a second character through the story, um, so kind of refreshed myself for the ending, because I finished uh, Stormblood, probably months ago. So I kind of went right. through it again, just to kind of remind myself, you know, where we were in the story and uh, what's coming. So, you know, uh, I believe uh, we might've helped some people with the uh, crystal tower raid. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that, that was last week, I think. Um, yep. So that was fun. That's, and it's going to be surprisingly relevant in Shadowbringers, <laughs> apparently. Cool. So, uh, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, and uh, you get if now that you've done that, once you get to the end of Stormblood, there is a different dialogue going on. Um, <clears throat> it's not oh, cool. anything major, but it's they acknowledge the fact that you're at least familiar with what's going on at the tower. That's so, good. Great. Yeah. Great. All right, Ted, what have you been up to? Uh, honestly, mostly Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> In fact, I think I've, I think I may have done. Wow dailies twice this week. I keep forgetting to log in because there's just sorry, nothing to do until eight dot two hits. Um <laughs> yeah, we we hung out in raid and chatted 
Um, but yeah, it, we're we're definitely on hiatus until uh, till A two drops. But I made it through A Realm Reborn. Got mm-hmm. all the way through the cutscene of Palooza twice. Uh, it's a lot of cutscenes, but yeah. it's it's good story. And I made it entirely through the first zone in Heaven's Ward and got flying in there. And now I'm trying to find the last quest I need in the Dra- Dravanian Forelands. Not easy to say. No. Uh, <laughs> to unlock dragon flying place. there. Yeah, the dragon place. So, um, but I am really enjoying it. My bard is 55, almost 56 right now. Yeah, you're, um, you're enjoying that road to. 60 buff exactly so um but yeah like i said i've been doing a lot of of final fantasy 14 uh besides working so and looking forward to a2 when it comes out what about you mccullough well i'll say you've been doing a lot of dishes because i've had four dinner parties in the last (laughs) eight days so and two of which were really big we did mother we did our parents day brunch last saturday which is a huge to do. And then D and D night girls night. And then last night we hosted a, um, a game night with a bunch of people, including a lot of guildies actually. Um, Kenny. um, What the heck is John's name? Uh, I forget his in game name. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I felt sorry. So Kenny and her husband came, uh, Robin and her husband came, of course we were there. Um, uh, so yeah, no, we had, um, I think I ended up having 12 people at the house, uh, played board games, played kill Dr. Lucky. Uh, some of the kids played a game called Imhotep, which is like a, I think it is like, you're trying to build your tomb before your opponents do Yeah, There's different things that give us, um, that give you um, the ability to do that. And then we played a game um, called Would You Rather, which was rather hmm. um, kind of very yeah. um, adult oriented. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is the next time I take a vacation towards your guys' area, I'm crashing one of your parties. Ah, totally. All yeah, I hear about is all this great food no, that you make. You, and... If you're coming this way, we'll plan one. Yeah. That's what we do. You and take it her house. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, that happens. <laughs> or someone so's in town, like Mew knows. All right. So we have a meetup on Wednesday, and you're coming over Tuesday night for dinner. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much how it works. You're going to Chino's, and now we have a new uh, breakfast or a dinner stuff place afterwards. Yep. Nice. Yep. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of the party people. Um, but also speaking of parties, uh, rather rarity, all three of my D&D groups met this week. Wow. So that was nice. So in between dinner parties, well, one of which was <laughs> our D, you know, it was D&D and dinner. D&D. Yeah. 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 Um, dinner. So, yeah. So, and then Sunday was drinking and dragons because, <laughs> <laughs> um, sweet grass was a little toasty. It was a good time. Um, and you know, of course, with me, you know, half the people I play with actually okay. Besides, like two people, also all the people I play with are guildies, either AIE or Tadpole members. Yep. Um, so that's kind of been what I've been doing socially. We have yet another con in a few weeks. We have one over the Fourth of July weekend, so we're trying to gear up for that. We actually ended up going 
up north to a town called Prescott the other night, and they had this really great gaming shop up there. And I can buy Q Laboratories uh, D20 and D10 dice for $1.25 each, which is a steal for them to put in the jewelry. So we um, had a road trip just because I needed dice. Yep. Needed supplies for the business. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I think that's about it for the chit in the chat. We're going to talk about WoW in just a few minutes. But if you don't mind, let's go ahead and cover this week's news. A.I.E. News. All right. So we have Mandatory Fun Night, where fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. A couple of games have moved days, so make sure you double check when each game is running. Um, okay. In 15 minutes, STO. So if you're yep. involved in STO, you need to leave the chat room. You need to go. We understand completely. So that's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. On Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Guild Wars 2. Tuesday, 9 o'clock Eastern Time or 8 o'clock max time is SOTOR. Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern is Final Fantasy 14. Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern is ESO. Also, Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern is Final Fantasy XIV Late Night. Late night. Saturday at 11 p.m. Eastern is New Braid in WoW. And, sa- and lastly, Saturday at 8.30 Eastern, that should have been before New Braid and that disturbed me, is Lord of the Rings Online. It's been that way for the past few months. So. Oh, yeah, but I didn't read it, so it didn't disturb me. But now I see it and it <laughs> needs to be in order. All right, fine. Thank you. Karen feeding Karen feeding of your control freak. Yes. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And in streaming and guild podcast news, Sotor Escape Podcast 295 onslaught of inf- information. We're gonna get one of those soon, actually. Um yeah. the uh we have uh this week with uh SEMA, Max, and Astromech EPC 295. Walking through all the onslaught and spoils news, including the live stream, blog, and forum posts. And then in episode 296, Pirate Recursion. Is that like a recursion of pirates? Uh, it pirates, is. Pirates on Pirates and Pirates. Um, yep. Sema, Max, and EPC 296 talk all about how Dantooine Pirate Event has been going on and what our plans are for week two. Then, this looks like... Working class nerds, sorry. Yeah, that's what I figured. Working class nerds, episode 46, Norman's Night in the Cave, part two. Uh, we have Nick and Marcus joined by Nick. Is that an I? Iofino. Yep. From Bactrian Games, the creators, uh, Norman's Night in the Cave. Mr. Iorfino talks about what it's like to develop WCN's favorite game from PAX East. And the host also broke down Swator's changes in game update 510.3. Excellent. And speaking of Star Wars, the new hotness in Star Wars The Old Republic this month is the Pirate Incursion event, as we mentioned, on the planet of Dantooine. That, together with Double XP Week, has been a prime time for leveling, rep grinding, grinding about any other rank or number you'd like to raise. The heroic quests were challenging enough to require groups, so guild groups and community pugs abounded. There are a number of achievements associated with the stuff on Dantooine as well. The planet will be available for exploration and possibly even resource gathering after the event is over, but we don't know exactly what that looks like until next week. Some of the achievements may be 
doable then or may require the event to be in progress. We shall see. After this week, the pirate event will go into rotation with all the other existing events. In Guild News, the June Mega was a PvP night hosted by Marcus and coached by Guildy Medulla. Medulla explained the PvP maps and gave insights into what to look for, when to use abilities, and lots of other good info. We used Star Wars The Old Republic's feature that allowed us to have our own instance of a war zone to duke it out between two teams of guildies. They even had a small cheering section. Uh, They closed the night with a tour of Guildy Liberty's Stronghold, which was really incredible to see. Marcus wants to make Stronghold viewing a staple of Mega, so if you'd like your Stronghold to be featured, just let him know. Uh, As we mentioned, Mandatory Fun Night continues on Tuesday nights starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Max time. This week, they ran around on Dantooine and did some grouping up for Heroics. And in Ops News, after six months of working on Dread Fortress Hard Mode, Death Star Troopers, they finally killed Brontes. Congratulations. Also, SUP has cleared the five Ops and counting, and apparently they're having more fun than Marcus B. According to them, I sense an Operation Throwdown coming. Ooh. All right. Two show notes. First of all, Marcus's birth. Well, not Marcus. Max's birthday was on Friday. So please feel free to sing to him in any channel except for this one, because singing is only for the free show. <laughs> and Dan Kinney's husband is Elkarth. And I'm very embarrassed. That I did not remember that off the top of my head. All right. And in ESO news at E3, they announced the, the next two uh, DLCs for ESO for the season of the dragon. They are Scalebreaker and Dragonhold. There is no new date, new release date yet, however. Um, and again, mandatory fun nights in ESO are 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hit up the channel in Discord, Bugged in Kenya. Um, I know Ted's been was hanging out there the other night, and a good time was had by all. All right, time for that onslaught of information. Final yes. Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers is nearly here. The third, or maybe fourth, depending on how you're counting, expansion of the Final Fantasy XIV saga. The Warrior of Light, that's you, the player, will travel to the first and try to save that parallel world from the light consuming the world, vastly impacting all worlds. To do so, the Warrior of Light must become the Warrior of Darkness, or something along those lines. (laughs) The launch schedule that we're paying attention to is that uh, Friday, June 28th, will be the start of early access, early in the morning at like 2 a.m., super early. Um, if you've ever been part of an MMO expansion launch, there's going to be queues, there's going to be bugs, there's going to be all kinds of impatience. So be ready uh, for all the zaniness as you log in. But uh, it's pretty much a, a you know a required experience if you've ever been part of an MMO. Um, it's not going to be perfect. Um, they're doing what they can to mitigate it. I know that Yoshi P says that they're going to try to avoid the uh, problems we had last time with uh, Raubound Extreme, where... Uh, you tried to talk to Raubon for a little private instance and it would crash and you'd see a literal line, a physic like a physical line of players waiting in line to talk to him so that it didn't crash. They're gonna instance that, that now so that it's actually a queue and you wait and all that fun stuff. Anyway, uh, the uh, the big day, the official day, will be July second. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the actual launch of the game. Um, just in time for July fourth, that all of our US peeps are going to have off, but uh, you know, we're going to be pretty busy on, on the 2nd, it looks like. Uh, then approximately two weeks after that, on July 16th, patch 5.01 will release the story mode of Eden, which is the first eight-player raid. Uh, it basically gives everybody two weeks to get the max if you want to see all that fun stuff. Uh, usually prior to the, to the first uh, mini-patch, 
uh, we'll have access to just extreme primals in the current expansion. We expect to see the same, but there's been no confirmation yet. They usually let us know. Uh, then two weeks after that, on July 30th, um, patch 5.05 will release the Savage Mode of Eden, um, which is essentially kind of like heroic or mythic modes of, of raids. So same kind of cadence. Um, <clears throat> also, the high-end tombstones of Phantasmagoria will become available. Uh, finally, the new dungeons will be available. The Dungeons of Lee Giha. All right. Uh, new expansion features are many, and to he- hear about those, you might want to listen to our previous podcast. We've talked a lot about them, including ones we've had with Abo on. So those are where you're going to want to listen in. Uh, quick conveniently, week. up he's on up next, week. next podcast. So there you go. Next week as well. Yep, yep. You're going to get all the information you never wanted from the and, horse's mouth. Yep, yep. Uh, quick recap is that uh, we are going up to level 80 for everything except for Blue Mage. Uh, we'll have two new jobs, Gunbreaker and Dancer, and Machinist is basically a new job because they're just throwing it away. It was basically a poor man's bard. So, um, <clears throat> And then other than that, uh, if you're curious about playing with us and haven't started yet, uh, Final Fantasy XIV is a story-first MMO, not a gameplay-first MMO, uh, meaning that... Uh, you get to see everything organically. Um, you'll need to play through everything unless you buy a skip. Uh, there, that don't is, buy the skip. Don't buy the skip. You want to go through the story at least once. Um, yep. It's worth it. Uh, you'll have to go through a Realm Reborn, which is 2.0. Um, you can get that part of the starter edition, or you might have already gotten it free from Twitch or from a friend. Um, Heaven's Ward is currently free until July or ch- until June 27th, so get in on that quick. And then Stormblood is the current expansion that'll be um, becoming the old expansion soon. Uh, and that is uh, going to be part of the, if you buy the Shadowbringers purchase right now, you'll get all of that. So, you know, that'll be fun. Uh, there are skips, um, but like you said, if this is your first time through, don't skip. You'll miss so much good content. It's, it's worth it. Um, other than that... Uh, Getting in is going to be uh, very easy now. We're, we're no, not requiring an Umami uh, application. Uh, there's also no level requirements, and there's no factions to worry about in Vic. So uh, if you want to join us, create a character on the Crystal Data Center in the Goblin server is where we live. Uh, drop down to the uh, Final Fantasy XIV uh, Discord channel. It's FFXIV. Uh, and ask for an invite. From, uh, one of our happy officer- officers will extend the uh, free company guild invite over to you. Other than that, uh, we have a quick uh, note about membership being way up since the announcement of Shadowbringers. Uh, probably a good part of that, too, is the Twitch um, promotion. I think mm-hmm. that helped a lot. And uh, we're basically just welcoming in all, all the new p- players. Um, if you are new, don't worry ab- about it because we will be happy to help you. Uh, lots of people are eager to help you because it's going to help them, too. Um, but uh, uh other than that, we do have success with two mandatory fun nights a week. We have the one on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern and the later one on Fridays at around 11 p.m. Eastern. If you need anything to do, done, ask for it then. There's going to be people waiting and eager to play with you. So say, hey, I need to do this dungeon. Speak up. We'll help you. Um, the other neat thing is that Goblin is now a preferred server. So you're going to get an EX oh, nice. boost. Yeah, it's real, real convenient. Um, you you wouldn't know it. It doesn't seem like it's uh, a, an empty server, but that's kind of what. what no, it lo- it seems busy. Well, that's the thing is is preferred server is like the the bottom 
tier of servers that have the least amount of people, but because mm-hmm. we have so many people, it, it's crowded. So it, it's funny, yeah. but because yeah. it's it's funny to be a preferred server, but also have login queues. That, that yeah. doesn't. doesn't <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, so but we're gonna do a wave throwback, which is hashtag AIE problems. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, now you uh, join us. It's a three x XP boost. So Sweet. up until level sixty, you're gonna zoom right through. So. You, you know, you'll have a uh, very easy leveling. Uh, we can't wait to see everyone in Shadowbringers. Uh, we are eager to see everyone coming back in there. And and as we said earlier, they will be on the AE podcast next time in two weeks ish. Yep. So uh, we'll let you know how things are going. Awesome. Yep. And one thing that we need to skip back to in Star Wars is yep. there was a great shout out for the Escape podcast with Max and Seema on the front page of the Star Wars official site. And we put the Congrats, link in the, in the show notes. That is a great write up and really glad to see that the uh, Old Republic official site is acknowledging uh, the good work that Max and Seema are doing with the uh, podcast and the AIE community. So that's yes. really good to see. And speaking of Star Trek, oh wait, Star wait, Wars, Star Trek. All right, really? we're moving Stars. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Live long and may the force be with you. All right. I will. Here really, we go. I do not I care know. for Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Type Pilot. Anyway, Fleet Colony is upgrading to Tier One. We unlock Tier One of each of the three branches, giving them a daily production of resources for the coming projects. Uh, they've unlocked the coffer donation ability for everyone in the fleet, so now they can donate resources even if the projects are currently filled up. The Crystalline event is currently going on, and a reminder that Mandatory Fun Night is every Sunday at eight thirty p.m. Eastern, which is in three, three minutes. minutes. Three minutes. Uh, Yep. Seriously, if you play STO, leave the chat room or keep the chat room, whatever, but go play. Yeah. Yep. And it looks like smoke's already in the uh, voice channel for STO. So wave at smoke. All right. It's different than waving at Snoke because that's exactly. back to Star Trek. Star Anyways, <laughs> and with that, wow. Uh, with that, let's get back to Sairi and Haruk and find out what's going on in WoW. So, um, actually, I'm going to let Tetsemi talk about the first item because he made it. Ooh. Okay. Well, of course. Yep. Uh, just <laughs> of course everyone. he did, right? It's a spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's actually a form. It's a form. <laughs> you can you do forms. But yeah, on the back end, it's a spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, no, there's, there's an informal uh, poll up about WoW Classic. What... Uh, <clears throat> Basically, what type of server do we want to be on? And do we want to be Horde? Do we want to be Alliance? Both. Uh, you know, so feel free to fill out the survey and give us an idea of if you are going to play Wild Classic uh, and you are looking for the AIE Guild to be there, where you'd like us to be. So Awesome. And the link's in the show notes. Yes. Or just hit cut up in-game, out-of-game, wherever. It's in Discord. Yeah, I think I think it's also pinned in the WoW channel in Discord. Yeah, so, it is. yep. All right. So now, sign her, Eric. What's going on in WoW? <laughs> you want to talk about the first part or the next part? He's never been on the show. I want to give him a chance. I <laughs> otherwise, I'll just talk. You know. Well, we can talk yes. about eight point two coming up. I'll let you. Hopefully, I'll let you talk about that. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. very, 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 very soon. 
I'm still predicting the 25th. A lot of people are saying July 2nd. Well, because they do that. Yeah. With, yeah. You know, with the, with the uh, Final Fantasy expansion, of course. Yeah, I'm thinking the Final Fantasy expansion, they'll want to do the 25th, and they'll want to avoid having it on a holiday weekend where they'll have less staff. Yeah. True. And then the raid will be right after the 4th. Oh, no. I've, I I can tell you from experience working there that holidays don't phase us when, when launching the game. <laughs> it's, <Yeah. laughs> it's launched. Okay, run. Run away. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right, because early access for Final Fantasy fourteen is June 28th. So yeah. if they launch it on the 25th, then they've got everyone, you know, busy and in WoW. So, yeah. Yeah, I can see them doing that, too. Wasn't there a major release over at Christmas or something that they said they really oh, should yeah. have waited until after Christmas? Uh-huh. Yeah, because um, it's like most uh, 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 companies in the gaming industry, that golden week between uh, Christmas and New Year's, everyone takes it off. It's just it's a it's yeah. an industry standard because yeah. they, it's literally a waste of everyone's time to try to get anyone to work during that week. Yeah, I don't work during that week, so I can't blame them. Yeah, I, I don't work either. <laughs> I do have to work sadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what 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 in-game events are coming up? Well, um, coming up this week on Tuesday, this week's event is Time Walking and it's Burning Crusade. So you get a chance to do Black Temple again. Um, still haven't gotten uh, Illidan on that, but, you know, wonders never cease. Um, Friday starts the Midsummer Fire Festival. So mm-hmm. um, if you're still leveling alts, getting the bonfires and stuff, um, and the ribbon dancing, that tends to be pretty good for XP gains. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in July, we have the Fireworks Spectacular for 4th of July, obviously. Um, something called Luminous Luminaries on July 13th. I don't think I've seen that on the calendar before. I could be wrong. But it says it was, um, apparently we get to go find underwater glow-in-the-dark fishy Ooh, type fun. things in Vashir. So, mm-hmm. Oh, but you have to go to Vashir. Yeah. Oh, oh. horses. And then on July 22nd, the auction house dance party is coming back. So if you missed it um, before, it's um, there's not really anything like super special about it but it's kind of cool because in the auction house they have a big like disco dance floor and there's a mm-hmm. disco ball and the floor lights up in colors it's it's kind of fun to just go hang out in there and dance around and i don't know it's kind of cool but cool all right so and what's the status of the um alliance guild uh 167 members currently nice nice oh, getting stronger Still need more. Need lots more so we can beat the Horde Guild out. Um, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Everybody uh, faction ra- changed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually did faction change a character over, so just a raid. I serve uh, a transferred. Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it helps to do. Uh, raid team's doing good, four to nine. Still recruiting. Probably forever be recruiting, especially during the summer. Right. We have an official name now that wasn't one I picked. <laughs> no one liked unnamed raid team. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I said vague. traders. I said traders <gasps> among us, but oh you yeah, know. that's a good one. <laughs> well, officially, okay. we are now hell froze over, and we raid Fridays at eight p.m. Eastern to eleven p.m. And we also accept cross facts. We have a few people from Airy Peak and a couple other realms that are joining us every week. Oh. We also have our raid bank tab. 
seventh bank tab open. So the Raiders have somewhere to put feasts and cauldrons for meaties. So um, there's a giant list of achievements to open the eighth bank tab, which we are nowhere close to unlocking yet. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the uh, a couple of people on the Alliance team put up the money to pay for the seventh tab so Wonderful. that the Alliance raid team could join the um, raid system that we set up. So there's a raider rank in the Alliance Guild now, and it's set up just like the raid teams are on the Horde side. So, so that's no, kind of cool. So no matter what faction we are, AI is always generous. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to help with the raid achie- the guild achievements, look at the stay classy ones. There are several races we don't have maxed out for characters. I'm sure. That look, like the, uh, the Pandaren especially has mm-hmm. the monk, and that's it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we're missing a lot. We're not saying that you have to pay for a boost. We're just saying we're missing a lot. (laughs) Leveling is quick now. It's a lot of fun. Especially the invasions. Do the invasions. You get... uh, um, So the invasions in WoW, if you don't know, um, they're doing them like they did in Legion. So the Horde invades the Alliance. Alliance invades the Horde. That sort of thing. Um, there's five world quests that pop up. They're available if you're under 120. Mm-hmm. If you do four of them and turn the main quest back in, you get an XP boost buff for an hour that boosts your XP plus the XP you get for doing the world quest, which is quite significant. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, if you're leveling alts, it's definitely worth doing the invasions if you see them pop up. So wonderful. If you didn't know that, now you do. Now you do. And knowing is half the battle. Combine that with the fire festivals. The yeah, right. And or the dark and fair. And I also heard someone was mentioning too that um, if you had the full set of heirloom gear, that doing the uh, the island invasions is actually pretty uh, pretty fast way to level as well. I heard yeah, that too. Heard that I haven't quick. tried it either. I haven't tried it either. That's probably my next experiment. Yeah. I, it, 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 it is, but you have to watch out for one thing, especially when 8.2 hits. Apparently, if for whatever reason somebody has turned off their experience and then joins in an island group, it reduces the experience gained for the entire group by like 95%. Wow. 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 No that idea like why they're doing it, but yeah. That is a bug, no not a feature. Yes. No, it's a feature, and that's what they're discussing Ooh. why they're doing it. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's... Well, then yeah, I check out know. Wowhead for that. Yeah, I would want to know, because then I would not be part of that group if that's the exactly, point of being yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I boosted a um, druid on the Alliance side, so I have mm-hmm. two 120s now. But from 110 to 120, it's um, I don't have that many heirlooms. Um, I don't have a full set, but it still only took the entire storyline of one zone and like half the storyline of another zone to get to 120. Oh yeah, so really- you don't have to do the whole thing. Um, and I of course did the invasions when they came up and everything, so it was a big help. But and um, Sima just said that the reason for that um, debuff. Is because people were selling IE runs as twinked one um, tens with the XP turned off. Well, then look at that. Yeah. Yeah, because if they were, yeah, because if they were, came in as one ten, 
the 110 with all the Legion stuff is really overpowered. And if, especially if they got twinked out, I could see them just tearing through islands really fast. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, if you see someone at level 110, maybe uh, <laughs> might want to look at, get a look at them. Ask them, what are they doing there? And, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what'll happen. Yeah, they said the most common thing to do was have a 110 twink for island carries. You use legendaries, artifact, gear it up as much as you can, uh, gem with BFA gems until that was hot fixed, and then most classes could pretty much solo islands. So, yeah, that's what it that's what it was. Thanks. Yeah. That is not, come on, people. You guys, uh, <laughs> gamers gonna game. Exactly. Game the system. So Gaming everything, man, I'm telling you. I know. So don't do that, is, people. Is Haruk back? I don't know. He said his power cut out. I know. Oh, no. No. Right. no. Well, we'll we'll just have to power on without him. Hi. Wait, hey, I, oh, I, it's Father's Day. I guess you're allowed. Hey, intend your puns. <laughs> it's Father's Day. Dad jokes are, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Sai, tell us about what what you've heard so far for AIE Summer of Love. Because that is, um, it is, it is very soon. Um, so Summer of Love, for people that don't know, is always uh, the week surrounding Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, it's going to be Sunday, July 28th to Saturday, August 3rd. Um, Remembrance Day is always on August 2nd. So that's Friday night this time. So um, we should be able to get a lot of people. Usually, each game division will post... Um, where they meet. I know Star Wars always meets in the same spot. WoW always meets at the shrine. Um, and we'll all meet at the same time for the most part. Uh, everybody gets in Discord. And um, usually afterwards, I know WoW does a walk. And I think Beefy and his crew is going to do fireworks again like they yeah. usually do. So mm-hmm. um, I do know that one of the things I want to do is I know that a lot of people that play the alliance on the wow side are only playing allowance on the wow side some are playing both sides so i think uh i'm gonna kind of gauge the interest but i think this year i'm gonna come up see if we can find a spot for the wow alliance side to meet up during remembrance awesome. uh so that they can participate as well um, mm-hmm. to figure that out but um i do know that on tuesday july 30th is um the quest for that week is the world quest um we have to get 20 world quests Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna host a party on the alliance side that night so that we can all group up into groups and run through as many world quests as we can possibly do during the night and not just enough to hit the mark but like my goal would be to do every world quest except for um probably the pet battles and stuff because not everybody does the pets Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think that would be kind of fun to do as a guild on the Alliance side. And then on the Horde side on Wednesday night is actually the uh, world event, um, the mini event, the Kieran Tor Tavern Crawl, which uh, if you've seen them the last couple times we've done them on the WoW side, uh, it's been uh, pretty epic. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're going to do a Tavern Crawl again that just happens to coincide with Summer of Love. I've read about history, Summer of Love, you know, there was was some debauchery. It's fun. Yeah. 
Uh, usually SOTOR does stuff. I know some of the other game divisions will do stuff. And I'm, uh, as soon as we get a, a full list of everything that's going on, we'll be putting a blog post up and putting the schedule out. It'll be in Discord. Um, everybody will have all that information. So we'll have um, all that posting up soon. So make sure you keep an eye out for it. But definitely mark your calendars for Friday night um, mm-hmm. because that is Remembrance Day. If you have not attended Remembrance Day before, you need to attend. Need, oh, yeah. It's one of the it's, most... Yeah. One of our it's, most meaning, it's our most meaningful event. And it's... We've had people that have joined the guild because they happen to witness Remembrance Day. Um, so... I'm, I'm going to throw this back to Tets just because I know he's been around probably longer than, uh, longer than I have. Uh, but I know uh, we, we talk about Remembrance Day, and I know we get a lot of new people that might be watching that have just joined the guild recently. Um, can you just, like, a couple minutes, just explain really what Remembrance Day is, um, where it came from? Because sure. I know you have all that info. <laughs> yeah, so um, back when the, the guild first uh, existed, um, there was a member... Uh, whose uh, in-game character was Milliways, and he was a very generous person. Helped, you know, helped people out. Would, uh, you know, somebody would say, "Hey, I need help with this," and he'd be there to help out or um, make crafted gear or you know any number of things. And uh, he, we were, um, I forget which expansion it was. I want to say it was in Wrath, but it may have been earlier than that. It was, it was um, very, very early days of the guild. Yeah. He uh, unexpectedly passed away. And so the next year that uh, it came up, they decided to hold a remembrance for him and then realized, you know, there are other people that have come and gone that we may not know as well as somebody like Millaways and stuff like that. So it turned into, you know, AIE and WoW doing a Remembrance Day for everyone that's, you know, been lost, passed on, um, family members. You know, we we had people that have lost, you know, pets that have been with them forever. You know, it it, it just turned into a general stop, think of, you know, who's, who's been with you, who you've lost uh day. And then as we added games like the old Republic and other games, Star Trek online, um, Lord of the Rings online, they all, the membership in those games all also have remembrance day at the same time. So it's really turned into an AIU game wide day of remembrance um, for, you know, for, for everyone. So yeah, so that's it's a beautiful the event. Um, we meet at the shrine of the fallen warrior, fallen warrior. Um, and wow. Um, March to Orgrimmar, um, weapons are put away. Pets are put away. It is a peaceful RP walk and we just talk. Um, a lot of the times one of the community leaders will give, you know, not give a, give a speech, but you know, talk, um, Say a few words that kind of thing. Say a few words um, and just give people a chance to talk about those they've loved and lost um, in game. It, it's it's gorgeous. And a lot of the, we've even had, you know, members of other guilds, members of other factions come along and just walk with us. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, um, 
he was also the impetus for something, Sai, I know you're really familiar with, which was the craft fair. Craft fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was. A, he was the impetus for a lot of a lot of you know, a lot of the soul of AIE. Along with Ralph, who's another one that we've lost. You know, very much the soul of who we are. Yep, exactly. Yep. So, um, we kind of evolved based around that. This whole summer of love, uh, where we just, um, you know, we love everybody. We love the guild. Um, I think usually there's a coop too, so I'll mm-hmm. talk to Grim Cow about that. But yeah. that might be Saturday night. He tends to run them on a Saturday, so we'll get some more information. But like I said, once the game divisions start getting back to us, we get a list going. We'll put up a schedule in Discord, and you can pick and choose what events you want to attend to on what nights and when you can, and everything else. So, and, and Sai loves it so much that she actually physically got married during the Summer of Love. I to a guildies as her attendees. <laughs> I did. And we we went back and we looked at it and um Ralph was actually the one that presided over that wedding. Yep, he sure did. We we took over Stormrun Cathedral mm-hmm. and yep. uh, the, uh the best part was is we got married in game during Summer of Love and then the following weekend we got married in real life and we still had guildies standing up with us. Yeah, yep. So yeah. <laughs> That was, that was and I remember fun. being late. I remember being late for Remembrance Day, though, or not being able to get to Remembrance Day because I was flying home from your wedding. Yeah, that was a good time. So, so yeah, you love Summer of Love so much that you actually got married during it. I, I just love AIE. What yeah. can yep. I say? Yep. <laughs> All right. So, any more WoW stuff going on that you guys want to talk about? I don't know, Haruka. I know you came back. Is there anything else you know of? Oh, uh, I, so. I do want to plug that we're still recruiting on the alliance side. We need casters. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have one coffee, maybe two coffees. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure because of the Colteran druids that we yeah. have half of the raid team are druids right now or yeah. something ridiculous. The, the first week there were six, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> For like 15 yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so if you're a clothy, yeah. that you'll be able to get really good gear. Exactly. Yeah. And we have a we have a demon hunter tank. We have a rogue. So if you need leather, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you need leather gear, we got it for you. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Oh yeah. All right, so I think that is our show for this evening. While the chat room begins uh, suggesting show titles, I almost said show tunes. Uh, we can do right? Uh, show so tunes. <laughs> One night in Bangkok. All right. Uh, All right. Yes. We want to thank uh, Haruka uh, for joining us tonight. So, guys, where can we find you besides Cyrene in game? Remember those left sharks, Cyrene. Don't don't get me started on left sharks. I think the last time I counted, I had almost four fifty. Excellent. Is that all? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I haven't checked the bank recently, um, but you can find me on Twitter at Cyrene A I E. Um, you can find me in Discord and game and I everywhere. <laughs> everywhere that Cyrenes are found on here. I mean. <laughs> My my rogue's name is Cyrene with an A on the Alliance side. You can't really miss me on either side. So I got a rogue on both sides, and they're both named Cyrene. Of course. On the same server. <laughs> of course. And Eric, where can we find you? 
Uh, you can't find me anywhere. No. Okay, great. So you're but, also a rogue. Got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a feral druid. No. All right, so you but, blend in. No, I'm on Twitter at Haruk <laughs> underscore Haruk underscore. Uh, I don't post oh. really anything. I'm on Facebook, but that's mostly just family. Right. Um, awesome. Wow. Tipper just posted like five show titles. Uh, yeah. Oh and they oh, are. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. And don't forget Seamus as well. So, yeah. yes. <sighs> if any of you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AAE Podcast. I am at the Mucow. Makala is at Cyberwave. And Ted Semi is at Irie Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, which is aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is at aie-guild.info slash Discord, because now we're part of the AAE Discord instead of a separate one. We are. We are. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIA member segments we received this week, including Ask Buxley from Ask Buxley. And thanks for your podcast segment. Exactly. All right. And next time we'll be talking to the aforementioned Abavan about AIE and Final Fantasy XIV. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Mucow. This is Ted Semi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Please unplug Buxley before leaving. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about mining. Dear Buxley, I was out mining the other day, and right after the node disappeared, someone else came up, swung their axe at the place where the ore used to be, even though there wasn't anything there. What's going on? You've encountered the Mining Intern League. The person you saw is a brand new league member known as a miner miner. Those people are told to run out, mimic swinging a mining pick every time they see someone else trying to mine ore. That's how they learn how to mine. You might have even encountered a more advanced league miner, known as a major miner. These folks will swing an axe in a mining node, pretend to gather ore, but leave the mining node intact for you. You'll encounter all kinds of different league members. Some members of the Mining Intern League are very young, and they have pet birds that go out with them. Some of those birds can even speak. So if you're out mining and you see a child with a bird practicing their mining skills, you know you've run into one of the Mining Intern League's minor, 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 miners. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to see what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. You can listen to the archives at AskBuxley.com. Mining is money, friend!
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>